Hi, listeners. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored by The Draw Shop, and we've got something exciting for you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever been asked what you do? We all get asked this, right? Have you then answered and then got the response of totally glazed over eyes or just the look of someone politely smiling but definitely not caring? It sucks. I know. I've totally been there on both sides, actually. That's why my team and I at The Draw Shop now offer a service to help you perfect your elevator pitch so that people immediately understand how you can make their life better and so that you can use this anywhere in your marketing. It's the single statement that compels your prospects to take action right away. Here's what happens. You meet with an expert copywriter on our team to define the problem you solve, how you solve it, and the transformation your customers experience after working with you. From there, we'll turn that into a short and sweet elevator pitch just for you and create a compelling one-page visual story to help the world better understand your business and how you can help them. For a special limited time offer, we are offering you this service for one-third the usual price valued at $1,500. Yep, 70% off. Again, this will only be available for a limited time, and we've already seen incredible results with our clients changing this one single statement. So to get your word perfect pitch today, head to www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch now. That's www.thedrawshop.com forward slash elevator pitch. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So you have to look at what is the impact of the book going to have on your overall business, not just book sales. Right. And then you make your platform, I like to call it the Trinity podcasting book and a TEDx. Then if you have all three of those things, you're building a platform that really sets you apart as being an expert in your industry. Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Backstage Business. I don't know how many of you know this, if you're a longtime listener, and even before this was Backstage Business and used to be called Get Genius, I talked a lot about my career in ghostwriting. I did a lot of ghostwriting, and I reference it a lot. And one thing that I will get asked a lot about is publishing. And I don't have all of the answers on that yet. I have had some really great guests in the past who have talked about that. And what's really great is today's guest, Michelle Vandipa, is really like kind of does the full everything when it comes to writing a book, publishing, and marketing it. So I've had several guests that are, you know, all about the writing and how to how to create a book. I've had guests that talk all about the launch of the book. I've had guests that talk about the design of the book. And now we're bringing it all together. But what's even greater <laughs> is that we're going into the different types of publishing as well because that is something that changes a lot and it's changed really quickly. It's I feel like a year goes by and There's different answers on what type of publishing you should do when it comes to books. So if you have been thinking about writing a book, A, this episode is for you. If you have been scared to do that because you're worried about the time it's going to take and what you're going to do afterwards, this episode is also for you. 
if you're thinking about what would I even do once I have a book? Like what is marketing the book and what is launching the book even look like? This episode is also for you. So basically it's like from the thought of the book until people actually purchasing the book. She's covering all of it because that is what her business does. Let me tell you a little bit about Michelle. I was first introduced to her actually because I saw her TEDx talk, which was incredible. It's this, it's really awesome. It's all about procrastination and having a totally different outlook on it, which I love. I love when somebody just completely shifts your your mindset on something and makes you think about it differently. That's just amazing. So there's a link to that, by the way, in the show notes. You'll definitely want to check that out. But Michelle is the nation's leading expert for entrepreneurs and personal development experts who want to share what they've learned with the world by becoming an author. She's the co-founder of Grace Point Matrix Publishing, which is the gold standard in concierge publishing. And as a book coach and publisher, Michelle has worked with thousands of authors, and she's been doing this for over 20 years. And she's worked with them to help them publish and promote their books, to help them get the book written, to help them decide whether they need a book or not. She's a serial entrepreneur, which is, I think, so important, especially if you are one of those type entrepreneurs that's thinking about a book, she gets it. She's a serial best-selling author herself, and she she gets the strategy. Oh my gosh, there's so many golden nuggets to, to look out for because she's got really great tips in terms of like deciding what your book should be about and what you should actually include in that book. And I, I love it because oftentimes we have just so much information, but she gives really, really tactical tips on how to determine what that book should be and, and what people will get out of it. So make sure you listen to that. She also really gets messaging and what kind of creative juice you need to to build your platform once you have that book. And she's a very visionary marketer. She combines creativity with smart business sense to really unleash the power of her clients. And she's been on lots of media outlets. She speaks about her passion for purpose and profit. And she's just an incredible speaker and coach. And you're lucky you get to hear her today. So we're talking about a lot. We're talking about, you know, what you need to know about writing. We're talking about what that creative process looks like, what what you need to think about when it comes to designing your book. What are all of these fancy numbers that people have in a book? Do I need that if I'm publishing? Do I go the traditional route? Do I try to get a big publishing house to publish me? Do I do a little bit of each? I mean, there's so many things to think about when when determining that. And what are like the most important things to keep in your mind for building a strong foundation for your book launch? And what are the mistakes that people make? And here's a really big one too that we address at the end of the interview, but how quickly can I get this book done? How quickly can I write it? We'll go into all of that. So you'll want to listen to this, especially if you've been thinking about writing a book. I will tell you this. I I talk a lot about giving value to your clients. And I can't think of a better way than doing it with a book. And I've I've seen how it's panned out for the clients that I have and the authors that I worked with. And it's pretty amazing how that one book can lead into so many more relationships and so much more business. 
because another thing to listen out for is it's not just about how many books you sell. There's other ways to to use this book to your advantage. So listen up. Hopefully we get all of your burning questions answered when it comes to writing a book. Enjoy. Hey, Michelle, I'm so excited that you're here with me today. So thank you so much and welcome. Thank you, Summer. It's great to be here. We're going to get into some really good stuff. I'm actually... I I kind of have this feeling of relief that you are on this show because I don't know if you know this, but I, I used to be a ghostwriter years ago and I, I worked with lots of authors. And because of that, I have this residual effect of people reaching out to me all the time saying, I have a book idea. I want to, I want to write a book. I want to do this. I want to do that. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't do that anymore. I can help with the writing aspect, but then they get into the questions about publishing and what do I do after I have the book and all, all the things that, that, that come with it. So I'm really, I'm really grateful that you're here today because you, you can help us uncover and reveal all of the answers that I really don't have, especially now because <laughs> things change so much. So thank you for that. But before we dive into all of that, can you share with us a, a little bit of your your background, your story, and how you got into becoming this incredible coach and working with entrepreneurs and doing what you do. Yeah. So thank you. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. So I understand the entrepreneurial journey. I understand the ups and downs of it. And I had several businesses before I was 40, bought and sold a few businesses And then, so I don't tell this part of the story very much, but I adopted a little girl and decided I wanted to work from home more. And so I became a consultant to entrepreneurs, and this is over 20 years ago now, and started doing coaching and entrepreneurial coaching. And so back then it was called consulting, right? There wasn't really a coaching world yet. And I also published my first book. And that was about marketing for entrepreneurs. And it really was meant to be used as my business card to help me stand out as an authority, as a marketer in the entrepreneurial world, which it did do, and get me more coaching and consulting clients. So that was 20, almost 22 years ago when I published that book and started in that world. And I've been coaching ever since entrepreneurs, not just entrepreneurs, but Anyone who wants to make more money doing what they love to do, sort of purpose and profit has been my thing. And along the way, I have coached hundreds of authors into publishing their book, and I'm also part owner of a publishing company. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. Very cool. So let's kind of go through like, you know, beginning to to publish book and then what do you what you do after that you know i obviously i've gone through this myself and you know many entrepreneurs do say oh i think i've got a book in me so how does that first start and should people have a book like what is the benefit of having a book all right so let's keep it in the nonfiction world just for sake of of clarity today we're going to talk about nonfiction books who should have a nonfiction book and why And basically, anybody can have a book. There's a big difference between a writer, someone who goes into their she shed or man shed and writes every day, you know, for hours a day, and that's their calling in life. And they do that every day, no matter what. And they might end up writing lots of books or 
or articles or foreign newspapers, whatever. And then there's the rest of us, <laughs> I like to say, <laughs> who know they have a book or two in them. They may be okay writers, maybe not even, but they want to use a book to help share their message, maybe build their platform, set themselves up as an authority in a specific genre, in a specific system, as a way to set themselves apart in their industry. And that's what most entrepreneurs, coaches, service professionals, any kind of entrepreneur, it doesn't matter if you own a tire shop, you could write a book to help set you apart. Or you may just have a passion for wanting to share your message, your story. And that's usually a nonfiction book as well. So anyone has at least one of those in them. The question is whether you're going to sit down and write it whether you're going to use a ghostwriter, it's so exciting to hear you are a ghostwriter because there's a, a place for an entrepreneur to just hire out the writing. Right. And usually, it's some combination of that. When I work with brand new authors, sometimes we'll see what content they already have. Maybe I'll interview them. Maybe I'll give them writing prompts. Maybe we'll see if they've been on podcasts like this and transcribe them all and then take that and, and edit that into very, very loose chapters, right? That's not a finished manuscript, but it's a place to start. Right. And so anybody has at least one book in them if they want, right? Not everybody wants, but if they're called to write a book, there's a book in you. And then there's lots of ways to get that out of your head onto a manuscript, onto paper. So one thing that I noticed happening a lot when I worked with authors was having a ton of ideas that they wanted to put into one book. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, oh, we need to really simplify that and determine what is this, you know, what needs to happen at the end of this book? How do you help with people determining what is this book about? Because, you know, as you know, if, if it is, if it's somebody who's a coach or it's somebody who's say a financial advisor, or it's somebody who's whatever their industry is, they probably have a multitude of things that they could pitch or talk about. How do absolutely. you decide what's the one thing? Yeah, absolutely. Here's how I like to do it. If you have a system, maybe it's your three-point system to getting more clients. Maybe it's your 10 things you need to know to lose 10 pounds. Maybe it's how I went from chronic fatigue system to running my marathon. Here's my journey and story. What is it that you want to share? Like, what's the bottom line that you want to share? And here's my tip. <laughs> I ask people to write their back cover first. Oh, and I love it. And when you write your back cover, which we may or may not use, this isn't the point, right? But it helps you really focus because when you read a back cover, you immediately know what that book's about and who it's for and what you're going to get out of that book. So when people have to focus what that whole book is in one short paragraph that explains what is in it for the reader, that's when you can really focus your book. That's so awesome. I That's an amazing takeaway. I like doing that in just any part of my business. It's kind of reverse engineering, going to that 
that end result? What does that look like? What does somebody say after they've used, you know, this new service that we're, <laughs> that we're putting out? And it's amazing how much it really shifts what, what you do at the front end. Absolutely. The other tip I want to share, if I can jump back in, Summer. Yeah. Often as writers, we want to share our story. And I think it's really important to share your story. And that may or may not end up in the book. What writing your story does is help you get to the nuggets that are important for your reader. It helps you get underneath. It helps you get deeper into what it is you really want to share. So just because you've written out the story doesn't mean that's what the reader needs to hear. They don't necessarily need to hear that you were born in Missouri in 1962 or whatever it was, unless it's important to the reader and how it's going to benefit them and help them. The way I like to look at it, and, and if you're in any kind of entrepreneur or in any kind of business, at all, you know a little bit about sales. You have to know about sales. And in sales, it's always like, what is it that they're going to get? And so a book is the same thing. What is it your reader is going to get? Why do you want them to read it? How is it going to help them? And so write your story, write everything out. But then when it comes time to edit, be really open to changing the order of things, to making it not chronological, to stripping out whole whole pages, if you will, and don't take it personally because then it becomes how can the reader benefit and less about you. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited that you're saying this because I've had this conversation. (laughs) People that are saying, you know, people that do want to tell their life story or they're like, I want to turn this into a TV show, or they're talking about all these things. And I've, you know, I've often said that they're like, but there's so much stuff. Nobody would believe me. And I'm like, but that's because you don't have to include all of that. It's really like you are just saying, it's really about the whole reason you're telling the story is for the impact it's going to have. And sometimes that means that you don't talk about this part and this is the part, you know, this other part is the part that really shines or it's, you know, three different stories instead of the 50 different stories that you want to tell. (laughs) Yeah. And we really, we're really getting into a sales conversation here, right? So, you know, if I'm going to go buy a car and, and I'm not dumb by any means, but I do not know a lot about cars. It drives me crazy when they're trying to sell me on all this stuff that I don't really care about or I right. don't know about and I don't want to know about. Number one for me, is it gonna is a car going to get me from A to B? And is it going to be safe? And is it likely to break down on me? That's right. what I want to know. So I don't really need to know about all these other things I haven't asked about. So when yes. you're writing a book, what is it that your client or your prospective reader might ask you about. That's what you need to answer. I I also think it's like you said, if you put yourself in in their in their shoes, what would you want to get out of this? And that's why I love that back cover because people are going to look at that and say, well, what am I going to walk away with? And what am I going to, you know, what's the big takeaway here? And to actually, you know, learn, oh, here's how I can go from here and have this amazing transformational result to here, A to B oh my gosh, I definitely want to read this. And like you said, you only need to know a certain amount of things in order to to take that journey, not everything. Because sometimes, and I I don't, not to put anybody down because everybody's story is completely significant and important, 
But sometimes you're telling so much that it becomes a self-serving thing because you, you want to share all this stuff and it's not really, it becomes less about the reader and the person on the other side than it, than it and more about yourself. Right. And I, I, again, I'm not trying to offend anybody because your stories are important, but at the end of the day, what impact are you trying to have? Yeah, Absolutely. Those two things right there, I think, are just so incredibly important in thinking, you know, to, sh- to shift your thinking if you are thinking about writing a book. Let's kind of jump into, I, I know we can go way deeper into the creative process of, of having that book, but I think that that is probably the most important takeaway. What about after you have this book? That's the big question. And I think that that's important to think about too, about the plan of what are you going to do with this book? What does publishing look like to really then determine, should I be writing this book? What it like, am I up for this whole journey? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So first I just want to answer something you said, should I be writing this book? I want to make it really clear that if you have any sort of desire to write a book, write a book, write a book for you, write a book because it's on your bucket list, write a book because it's something you've always wanted to do, write a book because you will be proud to have said you've written a book. And then let's set that aside. Okay. Then if you have expectations about what's going to happen with that book, (laughs) then that's what we need to talk about. The publishing, the marketing, let's pretend you own a tire store and you want to write a book on how to how to buy the best snow tires, right? I don't know. I'm making it up. I don't know anything about tires or cars. I don't know why I'm using <laughs> But let's say there's 10 things you need to know before you go buy your new tires, right? That might be a cool book that you give away to potential clients and, and sell out of your store. What is it that you expect that book to do for you? Or if you're a weight loss coach or a financial advisor, what are you hoping this book is going to do for you? If somebody's in the industry, and let's just do some math for a minute. Let's pretend they're going to sell a $10 book. It might be more. It might be less. Let's just use $10 because that's an easy number. And you go through a publishing process, self-publishing process. Maybe you're going to make five bucks per book. If you go through a traditional publisher, maybe you're going to make $1 per book. How many books do you have to sell to actually make a six-figure income? That's a lot of books, right? Yep. And for most people, they sell 200 or 500 or 5,000 books. Selling 5,000 books these days is, is a great amount of books. That's a lot of books. But let's put this in perspective. If you sell 200 books and you get three high-end clients that are spending $5,000 or $10,000 with you, you've more than made your money back. You've got new clients. It's been not only a personal endeavor, but a financially worthwhile endeavor. If you have a book and, and I have a one of my clients has a book and we just send them to a website for a free download. She hasn't sold that many books, maybe a thousand books, but she's gotten 10,000 downloads because everybody loves the download. And so they share it with their friends and they tell people, Hey, go get this download. And for, and then she's gotten lots of business out of that and built her email list incredibly. So you have to look at what is the impact of the book going to have on your overall business, not just book sales. Right. And then you make 
your platform, you know, I like to call it the the Trinity podcasting book and a TEDx, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what everybody wants or a signature talk. Then if you have all three of those things, a signature talk, whether it's your podcast or you're on someone else's podcast and a book, you're building platform that really sets you apart as being an expert in your industry. And then you can charge more. You can go get speaking gigs. I mean, you can just use that to market yourself and your business in a totally different way. It's interesting as I'm thinking about all of the people that I've followed and have become a customer and a long-term customer. I think of the lifetime value of just me to those different companies. And it all started with the book that mm. got me hooked into reading about, you know, a certain, whether it's an influencer, whether it's a marketer, whether it's a business book, it started with the book. And that led me into thinking, oh gosh, especially if it really spoke to me and actually made a difference. I was then like, well, what else does this person do? Oh, they have a course or, oh, they have consulting or, you know, there's all these different things that I've then signed up for. And I'm like that, you know, less than $20 book that I, that I spent money on, it might've, you know, it might've been a journey, but I've now become quite valuable in terms of, you know, lifetime value for, for that company. That was awesome. You know, and it's uh-huh. like, when you, you think of the impact that your book could have in bringing those type people in. And, and really it's like the type of people you really want to work with because now they know more about you and they value what you do. It's like your ideal customer. So last year I was looking at hiring a PR firm for one of my authors and I met her through somebody we got on a call and I'm like, ah, I don't know, you know, it's exp- PR firms are 10 K and up, right? Expensive. It's not always like the first person you talk to maybe, but then she sent me a book totally unexpectedly in, in the mail. She had asked for my address. She said, I'll, I'm going to send you something. And I got her book. I didn't even know she'd written it. And it took you through, took me through all the reasons to hire a PR agency, what you can expect, the questions to ask, the good and bad of PR, all of it. And by the time I read the book, I hired her. And so you never know how you can use the book. And she she just gave away her copies to prospective clients. And my guess is it works a lot of the time for her. Yep, absolutely. Did you know that I'm currently building a digital course that's going to go deep into building your ultimate sales funnel? Even if you have no clue what a sales funnel is and how it works, I've been working hard at it to bring you the absolute best value but I couldn't do it without the help of my coach and friend, Amy Porterfield. In fact, I'm so in love with her process that I actually became a partner of her Digital Course Academy and a sponsor of her online marketing made easy podcast. Take it from me, building a digital course is no cakewalk. In fact, it took me years to even get started because of all the things I didn't know. Like most things in life, I have certainly learned that if it's worth doing, it's worth doing right. So if you have ever considered creating a digital course for your business, boy, do I have a sweet treat for you. My go-to digital course creation coach, Amy Porterfield, just released her new free 19-page ultimate course creation starter kit. And you can check it out now at thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. It was an absolute goldmine for me, and I want to make sure you get a chance to download it for free. I'll only have it up there for the next week, so make sure you get yours. Here's what you're going to learn in it. 
how to figure out your winning course idea and nail the perfect topic that sparks interest and engagement from your community, what to name your course based on the six different types of course names, because you can't let something like getting stuck on a name hold you back. And these examples will make sure you're past that potential roadblock and off to the races. You'll also get a brainstorm session of what you'll stop doing in your business once you're generating revenue with your digital course. This one is extra fun to explore. So I just wanted to share in case you're inching close to burnout or just ready to up your game and scale, get set up with this blueprint to make some magic and I can't wait to see what's up your sleeve. Head over to thedrawshop.com forward slash Amy. Okay, back to the show. So now, you know, in, in determining, okay, should we write the book? What to expect in terms of sales and really looking at it as, as a longer term. It's kind of like a, it's just a part of your sales funnel, really, if you yep. look at it that way. Totally. Um, what is the process of actually taking it from, you know, your your Google Doc or wherever you uh-huh. have it? Yep. <laughs> and yep. Designing it, getting a cover, and then most people listening might have never even heard of an ISBN, but it's important. And and how do you get that? And how do you you know find a publisher? Like, can you walk us through that whole journey? So the book itself is going to go through a journey, whether you have a publisher or not. The reason to have a publisher or a publishing consultant is to make sure that the book can be the very best it can be especially if you're brand new to the process, you're going to learn so much that do you want to learn it on this first book or do you want to learn it and have someone else help you not make the mistakes? And ISBN, so anyone who has a book in front of them right now, you just pick it up and look at the back cover and you'll see a little barcode there with the ISBN across the top and it should be on the inside and the copyright page as well. That's sort of like a social security number for a book. It sort of has all the information about the book, who owns the copyright, who published the book, and so forth, embedded in that ISBN. You don't have to have an ISBN to publish on Amazon. Okay. It's recommended you have an ISBN, and you must have one if you're going to get into iBook, Barnes & Noble, anywhere except Amazon. Almost everywhere else needs an ISBN. Okay. Publishers will own your ISBN. So whoever buys the ISBN and attaches the book title owns the publishing right to the book. Not the copyright of the content, but the package, the book cover, the way it's laid out, the pricing, the whole thing together. All right? Okay. So it's a a little tricky for some authors to get this right out of the bat and don't worry about it. It, If you are going to self-publish, you buy your own ISBN. If you're going to go with a publisher, they will either help you self-publish or use their ISBN. So publishing is very tricky these days because there are so many models of publishing. So I'm going to, it's right. So you can use a publisher and still self-publish. Oh, okay. 
right? So it, it, it there's so many models. Do you want me to jump into that? I would love to hear the models because I feel like it's changed so much from, I mean, I when I was ghostwriting, I was hired by a publisher usually and, and most of the time. And then it was at the time when, it, when people started to do self-publishing. So then people would always ask me and I'm like, you know, I'm not really on that side of it, but I knew a little bit of like, you can definitely publish your own book, but I would love to hear the different models so that people understand what the options are. Yeah. So let's just say you're a financial advisor. You've been in business a long time. You see the top three mistakes everybody makes and you want to write a book about it. So you write your book and now what? Well, you can hire somebody or just stick it from a Word doc into a PDF and upload it to Amazon and cross your fingers and hope it does well, right? People do that all the time. Cheap, may look good on Amazon, may not, may sell, may not, but you got it up, you published your book, probably close to free. And a lot of people do that for all kinds of books and you can do that. The next step is you work with a publisher or a publishing consultant to self-publish your book. And when it's important to do that is if you want 100% control over everything that happens with your book, your book cover, your pricing, where you sell your book, If you have a big audience to sell to, so let's pretend you're a speaker and right now we're just coming out of lockdown, right? Yeah. But someday speaking is going to come back and let's say you speak to a thousand people in person and you're giving away a thousand books as part of your speaking agreement, you might want to self-publish because you'll make a lot more money. But you may want to use a publishing company or a publishing consultant to make sure that that book looks professionally published and is professionally published with a good with the ISBN and the copyright page and the layout and the design and good copy editing and the gutters and margins and all the things that you would never think about if you've written a book but have never published before. So that's the next step. Then there's everything in between that all the way to traditional publishing where you turn over your manuscript to somebody, sign a contract, basically have no say in what the book cover looks like and get paid a royalty in in a year or two, right? So that's the other extreme. And most publishing models these days are somewhere in between. You might pay a publisher to help publish the book then you may split royalties or have some sort of royalty split. You may pay a publisher, but keep your ISBN. And so technically it's a self-published book. All of those models work. And I always recommend that the author talk these through with somebody. We have consultants on our staff and we talk with every author to find out the right model for them. If you are in business and you want a publisher behind you to help market your book and get it out there, you might pay a publisher to publish your book, market your book, get it out everywhere it can go, take a royalty split, but also have the ability to buy books wholesale so you can also give them away to clients. Right, right. 
Oh my gosh, this is so great. So the, the, the big thing is <laughs> knowing that you have people that can help you because my brain's kind of going, oh my gosh. <laughs> right, it's a lot. It's it a is lot a lot. To digest, yeah. I wish there was just like one right way for everybody, but I talk to people all day, every day. And sometimes I say, you know, I think based on what you've told me, self-publishing's right for you. And I may say to someone else, they just want to turn over their manuscript and be done. Yeah. And and that's okay. There, there's value in both of those models. And and going with a publisher, if you want to turn over your manuscript, doesn't mean you're going to find a publisher who will publish it without an upfront cost to you. You may or may not, just because of how competitive the world is right now. In oh, publishing. totally. Yeah, and it, it is. It's so different. I wanted to talk about, you know, the the actual marketing of the book or, you know, prepping for that first launch. Because I think, you know, some people might have the expectation that even if they are working with the publisher, that it's kind of just, I turned over my manuscript, they're going to handle it and it's just going to, everyone's going to want it. (laughs) But I think, you know, one misconception is how much we as the authors have a part in the marketing and getting the word out. So can you talk about, you know, how to, building that that launch and that marketing foundation. So here here's the here's the the conundrum and sort of the circle. If you have a big email list, if you have a big following on social media, if you're a speaker, if you have a way to sell books, then publishers want you and you have less of a reason to need one. <laughs> Right, right. Because right. you could sell books by yourself, so it's that circle, right? Yep. For the average person, maybe they have a list of two or five thousand people, or maybe even ten thousand people on social media and email. Average, sort of coach or whatever. It's going to be harder to get a publisher that will do a hundred percent marketing for. In fact. No publisher ever does 100% marketing, not even the big publishers, right? Yeah. They need the authors to step up and learn enough of the business to joint market with the publisher. So there's a lot of ways to do that. I don't recommend that you throw spaghetti at the wall. That's going to burn you out. If you're an author, decide if you like being on podcasts. If you like writing, maybe you can write blog articles to help you promote your book. Maybe you'll run a Facebook group. Maybe you'll do a weekly newsletter and encourage people to sign up for your newsletter. There's a lot of ways to market, and they don't all have to be frenetic crazy making. But you have to find something that you can do and stick with it and work with your publisher to do a launch, to let everybody know, to encourage people to leave reviews, to get endorsements, to share the book, and to keep marketing the book. So I'm not sure I've exactly answered your question, but I I think you just have to sort of be in on the marketing game, even if it's not something you want to do. The the trick is to find something that's not going to burn you out, that you're willing to do, that you could get excited about doing. Right. And you help people with with that launch and and what kinds of things that they can do to get the word out? 
Yeah, so we we do all the publishing models. We do it all. So we have publishing consultants on staff and we'll help you self-publish. And we also take about 20 books a year just on a traditional publishing model. And we help hundreds of people every year publish, right? So we have every model and we talk with every author. It's not like go to our website, punch a button and buy something. We talk with every author. We make sure we get them into the right model for them. And part of that discussion is how much marketing can you do? How big is your list? How much are you willing to do? What are your expectations for the book? How much are you willing to learn this business or not? There's totally. no right answer. It's right. Just, right? It's just these are all questions we ask and we take people through. Who's the audience? How many books do you think you could sell? Who are we going to market to if we're your publisher? Where do you think it would sell? Right. right. And we have all those conversations before we say, we think this is the right match. I love that. We've covered like a lot here, you know, determining if a book is right for you, is this going to be something that that is useful? Have you been thinking about it? You know, things that people should be thinking about when it comes to actually putting their their book together, what stories are important to tell, what's the impact that you want to have. We talked about the different models of of publishing and we talked about, you know, using using that book as like a really important part, a really important part of your sales funnel. And I thought of a question that we hadn't answered yet, but I know a lot of people are probably asking themselves is, how long is it going to take to write the book? Mm. And people want it done quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, when I was a ghostwriter, it was like, I needed this like yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing about books. We think about them for 10 years. And then when we say, all right, I'm ready. We want yeah. it out in 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> so if you work with someone on our team, we can interview you. We can scour the internet, see what content you already have. We can help pull that into a manuscript. We can hire a ghostwriter and pull a book together in 90 days for you. I wrote my first book on marketing in six weeks, but I had been thinking about it for a very long time and teaching my principles for a very long time. So when it came down to write it, I just wrote my principles out that I'd already been teaching. For someone else who's, who is just in the early stages, they don't have a lot of content out there yet. They maybe don't have a course, but they have a message. They have something they want to share. It may take longer than 90 days to actually write the book. We have book coaching programs that are a year that takes people from the beginning to the end. We have coaching programs that are six months if they've already started writing their book. For entrepreneurs who have a lot going on and they like to get stuff done and they like to be agile and nimble, I say we can do something in 90 days, but we're going to be boom, 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 right on it, right? We need your entrepreneurial spirit to get this done. For other people who are writing more of a self-help book, it's probably going to take longer because there's more creative writing in that and less of a system. Right. So you are really from A to Z. You've got everything covered when it comes to 
writing a book, getting it out there, coming up with the idea, how it's going to serve you and your business. I mean, you're like the whole, you're like the one-stop shop. (laughs) We are. We're a full service. We're a full service publishing agency. We're a full service publisher and a traditional publisher. Like I said earlier, you know, Library of Congress number and certain books go through that whole system. And I think it comes from, I'm, I'm a co-owner, I'm not the only owner, but, you know, the owners have years and years and years in the publishing world and book writing world. And I think we have seen over the years that there's not one right answer for everybody. Right. Oh, this is so great. This is like, you just helped me so much in terms of getting caught up in what's what's happening now with publishing in terms of the different models. And also when I was ghostwriting, and even, even now when I think about it, I know of businesses that help you write the book and can help you design it and print it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of then taking it beyond that, people usually are just on their own. So, you know, for me, if if you're listening and you're like, I've always wanted to write a book, how fabulous is it to have, you know, all of that, that same team, you know, everybody <laughs> working, you know, having all of the resources through one company. I think that's just in, incredible. And I think a lot of times people don't do things because fear of the unknown things, you know, fear of not having the, it's, I don't know what to do. And so often we don't take important steps in our business or for our careers or, you know, whatever we're trying to accomplish because we don't know how to do it. It's as simple as that. I don't know who to go to. I'm overwhelmed with this or that. And to be able to have, you know, this one source of, hey, we can help you through all of this, even determining whether you should be the one writing it, which by the way, I've said this before on some of my podcasts, but even if you hire a ghostwriter, you are the author. It is still your knowledge. It is all of your your story. It's just somebody that's helping to put it to, to paper, but it doesn't discredit you. And people used to say to me, oh my gosh, a ghostwriter, well, how, how can that author take that credit <laughs> when you're the one who did the writing? And I'm like, no, it's really not like that. It's their genius. I'm just helping them you know, compile it and put it into something that, that can really be impactful. But th- these, it's all of their genius that, that we're putting out there. So if you're thinking about that, don't be afraid. (laughs) You said the key word, which is overwhelm. I think most people just go in overwhelm. And here's the thing. You can use us as a consultant and we'll just point you down the right path or you can turn the whole project over to us. It's just time and money, right? How much time are you willing to invest or how much money are you willing to invest? And then work with someone to make sure it's professional. You don't know what you don't know. None of us do. Right. So, you know, if you don't know about ISBNs or copyright pages, you don't know the questions to ask because you don't know. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So don't go and overwhelm. Just work with someone. Yeah. This has been so helpful. So amazing. Michelle, where can people find more information, explore this opportunity? So gracepointpublishing.com. You can go sign up for a report about 10 things to think about before you publish. You can schedule a call with myself or one of my team members just to find out, you know, what the next step might be. You can see other books we've published. They're not all up there, but there's quite a few up there and that's the place to start. Awesome. And we'll make sure to have all of that in the show notes. And this has been amazing. I'm also going to link to your 
your TED talk, which was amazing. So Thank amazing. You. you guys have to, you guys have to watch it. It's so good. <laughs> My whole team <laughs> loved it. So check that out as well. And Thank you so, so much for, for being on the show today and answering these really important questions about, about writing a book and publishing. Thank you, Summer. It's been great being with you. Hey, guys. I just want to say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't already done so, would you do me a favor and go subscribe and review this podcast? My goal is to continue to deliver you content that will really move the revenue needle in your business and give you up-to-date content on anything else that can dramatically help your business. You can also find us at thedrawshop.com slash podcast where you can comment on the podcast or contact us directly with any issues you'd like me to address. Thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening and I'll see you next time.